1: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. My name's Moshe Kasher. I'm your host and the creator of this podcast. And with me, as always, is my assistant and the person that only gets 25% of the revenue, the lady, Natasha Leggero. Hey, Tash.
0: Hi, how are you?
1: Oh, I'm good. I'm real good.
0: I think you were trying too hard.
1: <laughs> You're right. That was the bit. I thought that was the bit.
0: Um, so we should check in and have our state of the union.
1: Of our union? Mm-hmm. The union is strong, is it not?
0: Yeah, we did get into a fight though. No. You don't think?
1: Well, sure. Well, here's the thing. I'm in the middle of an, a bit of an issue. I How <laughs> <laughs> why are you laughing? Because
0: you make it sound like it's an actual problem. Well,
1: I am I I got what's known in the white community as RV fever. <laughs> <laughs> i have what's called in the straight pride community rv fever basically i have an rv and it is my priorities in my life go my rv my daughter my career my dogs my mom my dad my podcast my podcast my brother uh my choose and then of course there's always you
0: He's saying shoes like how our daughter says her shoes.
1: But um, it doesn't have a third seat. And we're a little bit afraid that it's not. Uh, I do feel this is going to be boring. But
0: Well, let's not start going into like details. Well, the whole thing Nobody is. Nobody wants the detail. There's
1: no third seat. We need to buy something with a third seat so it's safe for my, for that's, my kid.
0: That's right. That's true. But also, you have spent maybe the last... 5 weeks talking about RV ceilings, upholstery, mm. floors, engines. It's we've true. we've driven to San Diego. We've driven we did, to
1: Well, I made Reseda.
0: Here, we've driven to Thousand Oaks. We, we We didn't
1: drive to Reseda. That's the that's the setting of your CBS sitcom that comes out in the fall. You just put that in there because it was in your no, brain. No,
0: remember we went to that place and then ate with your parents?
1: That was Thousand Oaks. Okay. The third city? The one that you added, that's from your television program, Broke, on CBS. No, we
0: went to Hancock Park.
1: Yes, we did. I mean, it was only... To go look at a sprinter. 30-minute drive, but still it's... Very nice French man there who'd been trying to sell his $70,000 sprinter for (laughs) uh, two years, he said. I felt so bad for the guy because I got into it. I was like, I'm not buying this. But I almost wanted to just so that he could not be selling it anymore. Right. It's a bit of an issue,
0: but I told Moshe that I can't really talk about it anymore.
1: Right. Well, I'm OK. Look,
0: and he's very sensitive and he wants to keep talking about RVs. But I, I, I feel like I've reached a limit.
1: And, and, and I think that that is fair. My pro- I have a problem, which is that I I'm not a terribly obsessive person. But when it comes to this particular thing, even when I own an RV and I, and I love it. And and I'm not by the way for the listeners I'm not talking about when you think RV you're probably thinking like you know some big old boat that some old Florida F- Floridian retiree is driving I'm talking sick crunchy tire overland solar boondock I mean? capable I
0: talking about it <laughs> and he can't stop talking about it
1: I'm talking about a different kind of beast than what you're thinking but anyway uh the deal is that um I I'm already a little bit obsessive even when I own it. But now that we have to get rid of it and I'm actually on the... I'm already looking at all the message boards and looking at Where them all the time. Where was part
0: of your personality when we met? I didn't uh, know you were into van life.
1: No, at that point, before I d- started dating you, you're, you're saying? Yeah. But that point, I my obsession was mainly focused on uh, uh, random sex with <laughs> comedy fans.
0: <laughs> so wait, this was RV transfer- energy... You're what? I
1: was able to transfer that over to the uh, Overland-style, boondock-capable, Wow! solar-powered, because of my love for you.
0: That's pretty amazing, so I shouldn't even complain about it anymore.
1: Yeah, that is what I do instead of sleeping with the uh, randos.
0: I did not know that.
1: No, I mean, it's not really true.
0: It is true.
1: Look. I should stop complaining rep- about it. It represents a part of me. It's a hobby. But it represents a part of me that I think that every man and some women can relate to, which is this feeling like you want to be untethered to society so that at any point you can just jump in your vehicle and be out, right? And so I am obsessed with it and I have come to you more than I should have. Here's the, the real issue is I'm, an obs- I'm obsessed with it. I'm a little bit in a, in a kind of spiral with it. And I need my wife to counsel me. At a certain point, my need for counsel reaches her need to not talk about RVs, and we have critical mass.
0: And I also don't know about RVs, so I don't feel that comfortable giving you advice. I know.
1: All so can be done.
0: I think that we've learned a lot from this.
1: Though. As, soon as, pull, as soon as I pull, as soon as I pull the trigger, as soon as I pull the trigger, you'll I'll notice a marked difference in my energy.
0: Well, I do appreciate that you're not having sex with random women anymore.
1: Well, actually, to be honest, it's an apartment on wheels. What do you think I use it for? <laughs> I know you're like, all
0: I want to do is get away from my house. Feel untethered.
1: <laughs> no, what I want to do is I want a vehicle that I can drive into the mountains with my family, overlook a vista, and just say, this is living.
0: Okay. Well, me too.
1: Well, I've kind of trained you into liking camping. That's no, I one do. Positive. I like
0: it. It's nice. You can like pull right up to the view. Yeah, man. It's cool.
1: Yeah. And you've trained me to like... um
0: really expensive hotels.
1: Bougie, bougie, bougie hotels. Although I have some thoughts about those too, but maybe that's for another episode.
0: Okay, let's save that for another episode because I would like to get into a call.
1: Okay, let's call Aaron from the great state of Maine. I don't think I've ever talked to a person from Maine before.
0: I've been there once. It was nice. A lot of lighthouses. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Aaron from Maine. Hello. Hello. Can I speak with Aaron, please?
2: This is Aaron.
1: Aaron, this is Moshe Kasher.
0: And Natasha. Leggero. Hi. How are you going?
1: Good. How We're are you? We're going good. Going good. Going. <laughs> Wait. Did you good. just
0: say how are you going? Like how Australian people say it? Um. I just did. Yeah.
1: Wait. Did you do that on purpose or did you fuck up?
2: Um. <laughs> no. I actually lived there for about uh, two years, and so it's just kind of a habit.
1: Oh, that's cool. When a person moves to a country. And then starts talking like the people from that country, you know?
2: <laughs> well, when you live with someone
0: like that, you probably say that, so, you know.
1: Yeah, so anyway, mate, so how you going, Aaron?
0: Yeah, I'm going well, thank you. It's a little bit late over here on the East Coast. Oh, so I'm sorry like... that we had to call you so
2: late.
1: Thank you, but think of how late it is in Australia, your true home.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's true, actually. Why don't we jump right <laughs> well, into tomorrow it? tomorrow there,
1: so. Yeah, tell us, what's going on?
2: So I feel like I'm uh, having this sort of awakening in my life of, like, feminism and being, like, really aware of... All of these things, but it's really um, it's uh, causing some harm to my dating life. I, fr- I feel like I just kind of like hate a lot of men these days.
1: Ah, you're becoming a hatchet wielding feminazi. I see. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am. It's good
0: that you're like aware of it, though. I think that's that's cool. You know, you're like aware of how you're changing, and that's important.
1: Right. Well, tell t- t- yeah. t- tell us about your awakening. Let's w- w- what happened, and 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 what are you thinking about men? Tell what's going on.
2: I, you know, I think Instagram might be to blame for most of it, actually, unfortunately. Um, I guess, you know, just like, you know, just like everyone else, um, it's been sort of a topic of conversation in the in the mainstream media, you know, with um, abortion bans and all of these things that are happening. Um, and, you know, I a Aaron,
1: I don't mean to cut you off, but you know that we're a strongly pro-life podcast, right?
2: Oh, okay, perfect.
1: (laughs) So you're saying that the onslaught of of news and stuff is making, in the same way that it's making all bad news feel amplified, the misogyny news feels like it's louder than ever to you kind of a thing.
2: Yeah, and I I feel like I try not to read the bottom half of the internet, but when you follow a lot of um, different political leaders and um, feminist um, Instagrams and things like that, it's kind of hard not to get sucked into those comments.
1: What's the bottom half of the internet? That's like child porn?
2: Uh, so what I guess what I mean by the bottom half of the internet is like, you know, someone puts a picture up and it's all the comments of people oh, like oh, saying oh. stuff on it. Sure, I see. Sure. That's
0: an interesting term. I have to tell you, that's something that I'm thinking of when you're saying this, because my experience of the internet right now is every time I pick up my phone, it's about a child death. It's always like, oh, it's just like always like child, you know, oh, in a dog collar. Parents, you know, are you killed su- them. and Tasha, five- are you
1: suggesting that you're seeing that because that's where your attention is?
0: Well, something or it's an algorithm <laughs> or something like, you know, I'm a married yeah. woman. So it's like, and I have a new child and I feel like all of this like news that's automatically coming to me is, a, is like gruesome child.
1: Right. It might be both actually because I remember... Aaron, uh, just as an I'm aside. saying, that's
0: my worst nightmare, and then you're getting yeah, your worst nightmare. I mean, not that I'm not a feminist, yeah. but I'm just saying it's like I think that the right. internet is like exacerbating things,
1: right? I, 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 but it might be actually where your attention is attuned, because I, I know that when I, when I was, uh, there was a time in my life, Aaron, where I got became convinced that I had AIDS for no reason. I hadn't done anything oh, AIDS-y. Yeah. I just had it one yeah. day. I call it mind AIDS. But for like a full year, I didn't do the the only thing you're supposed to do in that situation, which is get tested. I just thought I'd like write it out and I'd figure it out when I got sick. But for like a full year, anytime (laughs) I'd be like opening a newspaper, I would see if there's an article about AIDS, somehow my eyes would go to it. Or if NPR was on in the background, it would be like AIDS in Africa. And I would like so maybe it's also that like maybe it's also where you're focused.
2: Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I think the algorithm definitely doesn't help, and it's like once you click on one post, and all of a sudden, all these other ones pop up. I mean, I definitely have had that as well, where I think I have AIDS or any other uh, thing, you know, in the world. that's, that's um, got to
1: get in the way of your dating life as well.
2: <laughs> right? Yeah, okay. and then there's always this year you don't want to get tested for AIDS because what if it comes up positive? I know, which you is know the, I mean?
1: the stupidest logic ever. It's like, well, if it comes up positive, you'd want yeah. you'd want that information. But But, uh, but
0: here's the thing about your dating life that I have to say is like, how many men do you know who are like anti-abortion and who are like really trying to help support? She
1: does live in Maine.
0: Right. But it's like, you know, men are people and you'll meet someone who's cool and
1: has like a,
0: a, you know, an evolved view of women.
1: Sure. But I'm curious. You have that, Mosh. I do. But, but that's not, it sounds like that's not the issue though. It's like when you're, no matter who the guy is, no matter how good of a, of a boy he seems to be he's representing something to you that's like makes you angry because you're thinking about the patriarchy or whatever right
2: yeah i think so so to add more context i um moved back to the u.s last summer from new zealand um and i had a fiance and he would accuse me of um demasculating him because i would talk about feminism and that it was a, you know that women's issues were something that i was really passionate about and it just got really draining after a while. It was like I wasn't talking about him. I wanted to have like a, a deeper conversation about these issues. But he wouldn't allow me to because it made him feel insecure.
1: Mm, mm.
2: And he's not a good match but, for you.
1: Right. It sounds like what you, oh,
2: absolutely.
1: What, what you want is you want a really hyper-masculine man with an extremely feminist mind. Sounds like you need to date a trans man. That's what I think. because bad idea yeah trans men are so masculine and there's such an i a paradigm of like masculinity and flannel but also you know they know they know what it's like to walk in the world as a woman and they generally are pretty activisty politically and you get the best of both worlds without don't fetishize them you you don't you do that
0: at least be right. open to it
1: i like that idea i like that for you
0: okay no, i kind of like that okay well, Aaron, uh let us know how it goes. Check back in with us if you have a date. And, yeah, uh,
1: especially if you do ask out a trans man. We want to know how that goes.
2: Okay, brilliant. I will definitely.
1: Thank you, Aaron. Good day.
2: Good day, mate. Thanks guys, nice having you. Have a good good day.
1: day. Yeah, go get yourself a, a flat white.
2: Yay, sounds <laughs> yes,
1: <I'm> good. Bye. <laughs>
0: You know, I haven't worn pants since I had a baby, and I got these pants the other day, and you actually complimented me on them. I wore them to work out, and then I wore them out at night. I didn't even have to change pants, and those were beta brand pants. Oh,
1: beta brand pants. That's right. Yeah, I remember those pants because your butt looked good in them, and that's very important to me.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm sick of always walking around doing my errands like in my exercise clothes. It just feels a little like... You know, I want to step it up a little bit. I need some pockets.
1: Yeah, we need pockets. Well, Beta (laughs) Brand pants have over eight pockets. Some are even invisible. Who doesn't want an invisible pocket? They fit perfect. They feel great. And they are uber, uber comfortable.
0: They have standard colors like black, navy, gray, khaki. Seasonal and limited edition colors are released monthly. I got the plain black. They were like, uh, they have skinny, flare, any kind of boot cut. I like the skinny black and they just felt so versatile. I I love anything that is like easy for me that I can wear all day long and make it in different looks.
1: So if you want to look like Natasha Leggero, and I know you do, just grab some of these Beta Brand Dress Pant Yoga Pants. Visit betabrand.com slash honeymoon, all lowercase, and get 20% off of yours. Millions of women agree. And, the, the men, and I'm one of them. And the men that they live with agree as well <laughs> that these are the most comfortable pants you'll ever wear to work. And your butt will look good. That's Betabrand.com, B-E-T-A-B-R-A-N-D.com slash honeymoon. All lowercase. Get 20% off of your dress pant yoga pants. Betabrand.com slash honeymoon.
0: Okay, and now we're going to do our next segment, which is called Secrets.
1: And now let's hear a few more secrets from our listeners.
3: All right, guys. Um, So... I'm going to get something off my chest that I've been doing obsessively over the past few months that I've never told anyone because I'm married and she's married. You can see where I'm going with this. Um, having an affair with this absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous blonde girl who is cool as shit and we both have some serious feelings for each other and uh, I don't know what the fuck to do. So, my daughter's walking down the stairs and i don't want to hear me. Um, Yeah, so I'm pretty much falling apart. I would love to talk to somebody about it, or if you guys didn't talk about it on air and I'd listen to your, whatever, tips, me something, should I stop this? Should I uproot my fucking family and <laughs> be with like this other girl who I feel like I'm in love with? I don't know if you guys want to give me a call
1: wow that is heavy man I did not need the the detail well the daughter I was actually that was pretty heartbreaking but also the blonde thing I mean well
0: obviously I got
1: a big confession to make I'm having an affair with this fucking beautiful thick-headed blonde (laughs) she's cool as shit oh the poor guy Oh man uh, oh, I and mean, we
0: just don't have enough information like if he's in a happy or you know he's like in a happy family no. except for that he's like here's the thing if you're if you're ha- like we've got to do a few scenarios let's say that his uh, his family life is otherwise good
1: that is right re- yeah I just relate Then it's like I relate to where that guy's coming from so hard though <laughs> that's my issue I'm just like I <laughs> Feel you, brother. Been there, done that, doing that, in that.
0: Well, I, here's what I would I would imagine he probably hasn't had a lot of sex before he got married, or at least he wasn't like a playboy or something. I mean, he's excited about a blonde.
1: <laughs> well, he's his daughter's probably blonde. I mean, the big issue with the fair is I think is very obvious, which is that they're they feel they're exciting. They feel so mu- exactly. They feel so much more than powerful they than they are. It's very difficult to say like, oh no, uh-huh. this is love like it's like if you're in a relationship and you're unhappy in the relationship and someone comes along and infidelity occurs but truly that is the person that you were supposed to be with and you can spend your life with that person and they will make your heart sing its song then yeah maybe you end a relationship for love but it's so you're you're wearing these crazy like like it's clearly, about, it's clearly
0: about her looks he said it in her his description he wasn't right. like well he did say he's she's cool as shit mm-hmm. but he wasn't like we just have like that she was under- in my
1: that was in my vows by the way <laughs> to you i said like, you're cool as shit
0: no but you know let's say for example he was like she gets me more than my wife i totally you know we just connect on such it seems like you guys are connecting on a physical level that's that's the that's the the lusty vibe i got from right. his and that won't last
1: well, you know what I think? I think you're right, Natasha, that we need to have more context. And he did ask us to call. So why don't we give him a call right now? Hello? Andy.
0: Hi, Andy. Hey, how's it
3: going?
1: Andy, are you in a safe place to talk?
3: Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, good.
1: <laughs> There's not, your kid's not around? <laughs>
0: No, nah, everybody's asleep
3: right now. Uh, funny,
1: so. I just gotta say, I, 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 you got a lot going on, and we, we don't want to roast you too hard here, but it was unnecessary information that your kid ran by. That's that. That was definitely a, a cherry on top of your call, Andy.
0: <laughs> he probably doesn't even remember.
1: <laughs> what's what's going on? Are you, are you having a difficult time? Talk to us. Do you want to talk to us? You don't have to.
3: Uh, funny enough, her and I actually have not. We've not seen each other in a couple weeks almost now, so I haven't. We still talk, but it's definitely not—it's not what it was then. And I think she kind of wants to pull back because she's married and.
1: Right. Am I? Right now, that's the Um, the hot blonde chick, right? (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) Another bit of unnecessary information, Andy. Wait, (laughs) do you? Let me ask you this: Do you think that getting the secret off your chest kind of changed the energy, the air in the room for you? Telling someone did that change anything? Um,
3: I just think I just think that I've been wanting to get off my chest for so long because I've told no one. I haven't told my best friends. I haven't told my dad, who I normally tell fucking everything to.
1: Yeah, who I haven't been told
3: there? nobody. So to, to once I saw that, I was like, I'm going to unload my secret on and on, on, on Natasha.
1: Onto these two random uh, comedians.
0: Well, I have a question, Andy. Yeah, what's... yeah exactly.
3: Exactly. I'm I've been fans
0: of you guys for a while. Like, I would like to hear their take on it.
1: Well, I wish we could say we're fans of yours, Andy, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> we've got That's some okay. different. You don't have to be. No, I'm just kidding. We're not trying to judge you too hard.
0: Andy, I have a question. Tell me about, like, with this sure. hot, hot blonde woman aside, what's your family life like? Like, you know, what's your relationship like with your wife?
3: Um, you know, it's, it's not, it's not great. I do everything. I do everything around the house. She's one of these wives that have a lot of anxieties and depression and she comes home from work and we'll go right up to her bed and I'll pretty much do everything. I cook dinner. I take care of the kids. I do everything.
1: Mm. And what does she work? Uh,
3: it's not great. She works. Yeah, she works. Um, I work as well, but I'm, I work in a, Daycare, so I'm with my kids. My daughter's with me all day long, so I, I have kids with me all day long.
1: Right, and so,
3: you're
0: good with kids. I mean, that's um, that's a really good quality. Yeah, I'm, I'm really I good mean, with kids. mean, yeah. a lot of men aren't that natural caretakers, so that's cool that you have that. Well,
3: I wouldn't. Stri- yeah, something I, I've always been told that I am is a natural caretaker, and I like taking care of people. I've yeah. always
1: been that way. So you're unhappy in your relationship. That's what it sounds like to the two of us. And uh, by-
3: yeah, I mean, if, if I wasn't, I wouldn't have been doing what I've been doing.
1: Right. Now, was
0: was it ever better with you and your wife? Like is this a new thing? It or? was.
3: Yeah, it was. We've been married for, you know, I'm going to say, uh, you know, a, a decade and a good, you know, uh, 3 quarters of that was great, but the past several years has not been so great.
1: Well, here's what I think. I'm I, I don't know the particulars of it. Well, uh, c- do you mind if I ask you really personal questions? You can ask me whatever you want, man. You don't have to answer. But when you had this affair with this woman, were you guys practicing safe sex? Uh, yes, absolutely. Oh, that's good. That's good news. That's yes. very good news. Because here's what I think, Andy. Yeah,
3: I'm, I, that was like there, there
1: was no other option. <laughs> no, you're a caretaker. But uh, are you, is the thing about cheating? I think I'm not an expert on it, but it seems like it's not the disease. It's a it's a symptom of the disease. It's actually like the final stages of the disease, right? It's like the cheating itself mm-hmm. is such a loud issue that it seems like, you know, you can easily demonize a person for cheating and just go, you know, what a jerk, what an asshole, what a bitch. But in fact, yeah. it's not really that. It's really like the, it's the end of a, of a long journey of dissatisfaction. And like, so now yes, that you, absolutely. now that you guys have gotten a little space, you and this person, and it, it sort of sounds like you have an opportunity to get out of the, Of the cheating relationship and focus on the relationship that's actually in front of you. That doesn't mean I'm suggesting you should get back into it because if you're unhappy you don't deserve unhappiness your wife doesn't deserve to be with somebody that's unhappy the two i'm not saying yeah. you have to stay in the relationship but it seems like you have a reprieve from the kind of like loud buzzing euphoria of uh, you know this blonde woman i you know and, and to be able to see like what are you going to do next so what do you think you want to do next with your actual relationship <sighs>
3: Ah, man! Well, what I would love to happen is uh get a time machine and go back three years ago when things were going really well and funny enough, our anniversary was this past weekend, and we went out and we did have a good time um you know, we don't we don't really have a, a sex life anymore, man. Mm. I'm not saying that's like the most important thing, but that you know, that's something.
1: Uh, that's pretty important when
3: you haven't had sex when you haven't had sex in you know three months or something like that. You start to wonder, like I've asked him, "Are you still attracted to me?" She assures me that she is, but does nothing to show me that. Right.
0: Also, and and you have kids, and it sounds like you guys, you know, you're spending, you're doing everything, and she's kind of like, yeah, working, 100%, yeah. And so then there must not be a lot of time where you're like a. A family all together doing things and
3: not too much
0: and I think that much. working on the family and working on the relationship is important and you need to talk to her and you need to say like I really want us to be a family and us to you know be you not to always want to go to sleep or I don't know what it is like if she's depressed maybe she needs to see a doctor maybe you need to see couples counseling if that's too hard
1: i wouldn't say that's a maybe i would say it, there's no such thing as a time machine andy but there is definitely a, a path to redemption which is you have to go yeah to, you have to go to a couples counseling there's no i mean there's no is that
0: something you, you you would ever be open to and would she ever be open to and you could well, afford it's,
3: it's funny because i maybe like two weeks ago i was talk. we were having a talk about our relationship my wife and i and i suggested some sort of you know marriage counseling and she kind of like took it like a, as like a bad thing like wow you, you really think things are that bad like like she took it like a bad way like i thought she was going to be like you know floored that i even offered that and was like all about it but it was the complete opposite
1: well reaction. andy the bad news or the good news is things are that bad whether she knows it or not
0: yeah look how bad they're way worse than
1: she could ever imagine <laughs> they are so much worse <laughs> yeah. than she could imagine Yes, you have to. You have oh,
0: but then here's the problem. He's going to have to tell her.
1: Well, he doesn't have to do anything because, again, we're just comedians and mostly what we can do is make oh, yeah. fun
3: I'm, I'm, I'm of going, you. I'm going to my grave with that. So.
1: <laughs> mostly what we can do is make fun of you for call, for mentioning that she was blonde and super hot. That's about a, as, as good as we are as experts, but what you can do is go see if there's any juice left in the relationship see if the you can't construct a time machine that'll bring you into into a better future rather than hoping for one that'll bring Uh you into an imagined past
0: and couples counseling is like a Uh, catalyst to whatever is going to happen so if you guys are going to break up
4: i I, I do
3: i do have to say one thing that makes me even stranger i I can't even remember if i left this on your little voicemail thing but i've never cheated on anyone i was like notorious for not cheating. I got a girlfriend in high school who I was in love with who cheated on me all the time. And I swore I was never going to do that to somebody.
0: So I've never,
3: ever cheated. And I swear on my fucking life that is 100% true
0: until this girl. Yeah. <laughs> no, we believe you. But... Reminds
1: me of that old joke, you know, the um, from Good Will Hunting. What is it like? An old man walks into a bar, sits down, and he starts a conversation with another guy next to him. The The guy's obviously had a few. He says to the man, you see that duck out there. I built it meself, handcrafted each piece, and it's the best dock in town. But do they call me MacGregor the dock builder? No. And you see that bridge over there? I built that. Took me two months through rain, sleet, and scorching weather. But do they call me MacGregor the bridge builder? No. And you see that pier over there? I built it. The best pier in the country. But do they call me McGregor, the pier builder? No. And the old guy looks around, makes sure no one's listening, leans into the man and says, but you fuck one sheep. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so listen, um, whatever's supposed to happen or whatever's go- bound to happen, not supposed to happen, whatever's bound to happen in your relationship will happen faster if you get into couples therapy. So, you know,
3: I, I would totally agree with that. So yeah. you
0: have to like ask some of your friends for referrals Anyone you know, look it up, like Google it, you know, talk. A lot of those people let you talk to them on the phone and pick someone yeah. who you think would be good. And you've got to get really serious about this, I think, because oh. I mean, that sounds that sounds like not good for anyone that you're doing all the work. It's there's no balance. And then she's like depressed and sleeping.
1: No, Listen, this is the deal. It doesn't matter what you've done because it's you're incapable of changing what you've done, just like there's no time machine to go Correct. back and start your relationship over there's also no time I, I
3: to many nights of guilt about it and i don't you know there's nothing else i can really do i did what i did and that's
1: it yeah the guilt the guilt won't actually get you to where you're trying to go anyway what's important now is your family whether that family includes your wife in the in the future or whether it just includes you doing the best thing to make I
3: want it to i do want it to i don't i don't my unhappiness is not enough that makes me want to leave my wife I do love my wife. I wish things were different in certain areas for sure. Well
1: here's um, but I don't want to leave her. Well here's what I think, Andy. If you don't if you know, there's a saying in AA they say if nothing changes, nothing changes. And if you don't yeah, take some, that if you don't take some serious action right now, it will come yeah. up again. You will either cheat again or you will not cheat again and you will punish your wife for punishing you or punish your wife for your unhappiness. And, and the
0: girl you cheat with might not be as, like, chill as this other girl. Or
1: as blonde or hot. The next <laughs> she, one... could,
0: she could, you know, come to your, you know, kid's school. She's Who knows? really,
1: really hot, dude. I, dude, I believe you, and, and I think that's very important. And listen, now that you did cheat... It is good that she was hot, you know? At least there's that. But if you don't I mean,
3: yeah, you know, you know the, the thing the thing that's tough is that like her and I still talk and like we we haven't been hooking up and uh, like I said, she's married as well, so this is this needs to be, you know, a secret as much as it needs to be a secret for me. Sure. For her. But we still talk and I'm supposed to see her tomorrow. Tuesday mornings are like this this weird Tuesday morning thing we have because we send the kids off to school and we have we both have time. It's like the only the only time we've ever really gotten together were Tuesday mornings. Kind of weird, but
1: I'm supposed to see her well, tomorrow. I mean, listen, we, I'm not we're not really like qualified to tell you to stop, but I will tell you in my. I mean, nobody's
3: qualified to tell me to stop because I'm going to do what I want, but I'm. I'm, I'm t- I like totally. hearing your advice.
1: I just think that if you don't do something, it'll, it's going to end. Either you're going to sleep with this girl again, you're going to sleep with someone else, you're going to be miserable, you're going to. Sh- uh, or i are going to get caught. And if get... you get caught, oh, caught, get caught.
0: That, that can, like, really hurt your reputation. Which you're... is,
3: like, the, wor- which is the worst one of the months. And I you're a teacher
0: voice. with school at a school. Like, you know, like, you're working with young kids all day. If you get caught, Like fucking this girl up a washing machine, up up on top of a washing machine, and you know the kids see, and then everyone finds out, and oh, you
1: you you took getting (laughs) caught literally. You mean like the whole school walks in? I don't know. One person. I'm just saying.
0: Like, it could be a humiliating thing, and everyone will, it'll, it'll, like, but
1: you fuck one woman on a washing machine.
0: (laughs) I'm just saying, you know, there's
1: there's another possibility, Andy, which you haven't considered, which is that you get caught, but not by the person you think you're going to get caught by. You could get caught by her husband, and you could get murdered. Yeah,
3: he's going to beat the shit out of me because I've seen this guy, and he's way bigger than I am.
1: (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ, Andy, you got to get out of this. Somehow you have to get out of this, and I think the only way to get out of it Uh, is
3: like the the problem. The problem. Let me tell you what the problem really is. Is that the problem? Is that this girl? All the things that I'm missing, she like fills all the little blanks, all the little things I don't get home. She fills all them little things and just makes me feel good. I haven't felt good. I haven't felt happy in quite a long time, and this fucking girl makes me feel happy. Plus, she's fucking really hot.
0: But of you course. also only spend Tuesday mornings with her. You know, exactly. she might go, come home and go to sleep, too.
1: <laughs> I know she's married <laughs> and she's sleeping with you. So clearly she's in a relationship where uh, somebody's not getting all the little buttons that they want pushed, pushed. So, you know, there's a situation happening. Yeah, where I two- mean,
3: she's she's on. Un- she's unhappy with, you know, her husband and.
1: I'm unhappy with my wife. Yeah. It's, the world
3: is... Filled. It was weird. The way we met, it was just weird. It was like the perfect storm. <laughs> I don't know. I've never do... cheated before. And with her, it was just like, I'm, I'm definitely going to be hooking up with you. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: But you do have a family, and you, you do have a wife, and, and it's it really hurts to be lied to like that, and it could damage your whole family relationship. I know, but believe
3: me, believe me when I tell you, I feel, like, I feel like I'm coming across like a total piece of shit, and I, no. and I am. I guess oh, I am.
4: Regard, but I'm really not. I'm really not.
1: <laughs> no, I get. listen, the world is filled with people walking around unhappy Almost half of all relation married couples cheat. I think is a statistic. So you're not alone. You're not the first person that's broken this vow. The question. No, I know. I the question felt so isn't much
3: pride in not being a part well, of that category those, though. You
1: know? Those days are over, sheepfucker. And like the, the question. They sure are. The question isn't. Sure how do you how do you forgive yourself? The question isn't how do you undo the damage you've done or how. The question is like what are you going to do now? That's the only question that's ever yeah, relevant to any right. problem. What you're are right. you going to do now? You got a family. You have to do something. I think
3: that it's, I think it's, I I know that it's over. I know it's over.
1: She wants it to be over
3: because she had some talk with her husband. She feels like really guilty, much more guilty than I do because I'm not capable of feeling so much guilt, I guess.
1: Right. I mean, I, I just think it's really not about this girl. I think you already know that. It's about you. And what you're going to do next. So forget this girl because, you know, if it's not her, if you don't deal with it, there'll be somebody else. And eventually, I'm also not saying you need to stay with your wife or break up with her. I'm I'm saying you both, you deserve to be happy. She deserves to be happy. But nobody deserves to be lied to. So what comes next? You got to go see the counselor. I really think so.
0: Good luck, Andy.
3: I I do agree with
1: that. Yeah.
0: Check check in with us. Yeah. Let will us you know. call the
1: secrets line again and tell us if you go to counseling or what? Give us an update in six months.
3: I will definitely do that.
1: Okay, we're we're rooting for you. We want you to be happy. Good luck. Bye, Andy. Bye. Well, God, I don't know what to I don't know what to say about that guy.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the only thing that I can see is that he's either going to decide to go to therapy
1: or not, and that takes
0: a lot of courage. And so if, I just don't and it, it's it's you have to be so proactive but he sounds pretty proactive
1: but if he goes to therapy
0: and it he, has to be a good therapist
1: and he's got to be honest.
0: I know Andy's gonna lie he said I'm taking that to my
1: grave. I don't know if you should take it to your grave Here's what I would do Andy if you are still listening what I would do is I would go to the counselor but I would make a solo appointment with that with that counselor first and tell the counselor what you've done and find professional help on what you should do in this situation. Because nobody deserves to be unhappy in a in a marriage, but also no one deserves to be in a marriage where someone is cheating on them and not letting them know. I don't know. If you cheated on me, would you tell me?
0: Um, Yeah, probably. You would? I don't know. I mean...
1: I think I'd prefer you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly.
0: You just said nobody deserves to be lied to.
1: I don't know. I'd rather be lied to. I take it back. I deserve to be lied to. Why? Because if you were back with me and it was like a, a weekend long. The bigger issue in that situation is not that that guy cheated. I know that that seems like the louder issue. It's that he's unhappy. That's, if you were unhappy, that I'd want to know. If you didn't want to be in the relationship with me anymore or thought that our relationship sucked, i definitely want to know that. But if you went to like the Just for Laughs festival, you know, and you fucked Brian Regan. <laughs> You know, because you were both drunk and you were like, oh, got that out of my system. He does great act outs in bed. I don't know if I'd want to know. Would you want to know if I cheated?
0: Um, No, I, I don't know. Probably not, I guess.
1: What do you guys think? Would you want to know if your partner cheated on you? Email us, endlesshoneymoonpod at gmail.com. Tell us, is it important to tell when you cheat? What should that guy have done? Did we give good advice? Let us know your thoughts
0: so let's do another secret
1: let's play a secret
3: um when i was younger i used to eat the uh, uh, begging strips the dog's begging strips and i just would keep getting caught eating more and more and more of them because they're just very good and i just kept eating them and uh and that's just what i did and they're actually pretty delicious i haven't had one recently but if i did i would probably feel the same way because they're pretty good okay
1: bye what a sick, disgusting fucking pig.
0: He was so twee. Play, play that last him. call. The
1: juxtaposition between that last call and this. I'm having an affair. Oh, hi, honey. There's my daughter. And, you know, I used to eat bacon strips when I was a kid. <laughs> you see, everybody's got a secret. Every That is true, though. That's why I like this segment so much. Everybody's got a secret. Some people are disgusting, just like morally aberrant people. And some people are just having an affair with their wife. <laughs> Bacon strips i liked him i liked his energy i know it's like i want one now (laughs) bitch. give me a fucking bacon strip this ain't a secret this is my life
0: (laughs) okay let's do another secret
1: our producer just so you know ladies and gentlemen just with a panicked look in her eye said i'm not sure this next secret is actually usable so if you're hearing my voice saying this right now it means it was and i can't wait to hear what it is
4: I was, I'm I'm lactose intolerant, so when I eat the cheese, like if I have the pizza, I've got gas really bad. Now, I, I like the lactate pills, but I think that the best way for me to take the lactate is when I have really bad gas. If I, if I take the lactate and I smoke it in a bong, like do a bong rip a lactate. You know what I'm saying? This is like, this is like
1: Brendan Walsh.
4: That's my secret. Uh, thank you. (laughs)
1: Uh, yeah, I, mean, that was just, I, I was just trying to figure out what comedian that was.
0: <laughs> the pizza.
1: When I eat the pizza, what a low-level <laughs> p- uh, character that was too. It was like a from the Andrew Dice Clay sketch show. It was
0: funny though. I
1: like him. Whoever you are, I didn't hate him. We can open. You can open for us sometime. Yeah, let us let get us in know. touch.
0: All right, let's do one more.
5: Hey, happy moon, y'all! And this is awesome. But immediately, secret-wise, my mind went to the first guy that I ever fell in love with, you know, around 13, 14. And so about 15 years, and I'm still getting dragged in questionable circumstances with him. But I never told anyone the first time I ever gave him a blowjob. He had fucking poop streak in his boxers and i kept going because i'm a i'm nice you know but uh i just felt like i had to get that off my chest
1: it was on your chest
5: but yeah anyways yeah like why am i still obsessed with the guy that i fucking saw poop in his boxers when you know it was like my first time ever like seeing a dick um circumcised, but like doesn't matter but like you know uh, it was a lot of surprises, so <laughs> just feel really good now. So thank you guys, and yeah, have a wonderful moon. Wonderful moon.
1: First of all, she's like a hippie. <laughs> How is she a hippie and also like oh, sucking this guy's dick? I look down train tracks, bacon no, she strips, said poop streets, <laughs> lactaid. Maybe it was the guy that from the lactaid call that he got gas, and he uh, what good dick that guy must have to keep her around fifteen years after the first blowjob. There was shit, and that's. that's <laughs> That's the ultimate deal breaker. Shit in the draw.
0: <laughs> and then she said questionable circumstances for 15 years. She'd what been
1: fucking that? him for 15 years. Oh,
0: God. But that is. G- he must be hot. That he must be like slightly out of her league. He must something.
1: be so hot that he sweats and shit falls out of his asshole.
0: Ugh. Ugh. I'm so grossed out right now.
1: You are? i kind of uh, think it's hot
0: what was the thing she said at the f-
1: i look down he's got and strips
0: <laughs> wait what was the thing she said at the top happy moon to you
1: happy happy full moon and happy then she moon. said
0: happy moon at the end yeah is that a thing people say? you're from burning man what did he? yeah mean? i'm
1: from burning i grew up in <laughs> burning man and uh i think she sounds like maybe a hippie i liked her i thought she was cool she and, was and it is very funny that that guy's pimp hand is so strong that he straight up shit his pants the first time they hooked up and she's like <laughs> Coming back for more. Fifteen years later.
0: No, if he shit his pants, that I would, I would. You'd like, have more forgive. compassion for. Right? He's just kind of dirty, <laughs> and like lazy, and probably has a big dick.
1: Yeah, right. And
0: is just not used to like grooming himself.
1: Grooming Gross. himself. I, I don't mean, know. wiping your ass is different than grooming no, yourself.
0: No, it's not. It's part of it.
1: I mean, it's like the 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 baseline part of it. <laughs> you gotta wipe your booty. That's like a classic well, he bit did of advice. It. That's what I'm
0: saying. I it's... believe
1: it was Confucius the first <laughs> said. You got to wipe your booty. Guys, leave us a secret. We want to hear them. We'll play them live on the air. We'll riff on them. We'll have some fun with them. You're only as sick as your secrets, so get them off your chest. Give us a call.
0: 213-222-8608. That's 213-222-8608.
1: And now that Natasha's voiceover audition is done, you can also text that number your secrets if you prefer us to read it and don't want your voice to be on. Well, we can read them for you. You're only as sick as your secrets, so call us, get them off your chest, and we'll play them on the air.
0: It's very hard to find the right bra with the perfect fit.
1: Tell me about it.
0: Third Love uses data points generated by millions of women who've taken their Fit Finder quiz, I took it, to design bras with breast size and shape in mind for a perfect fit and premium feel. I didn't even know what my breast size was because it changed so much after I had the baby. Nothing was fitting me. And then I found Third Love. Third Love has the perfect Fit because they use data points generated by millions of women who've taken their Fit Finder quiz to design bras with breast size and shape in mind for a perfect fit and premium feel, including their signature half cup sizes. Over seventy sizes. That's what I figured out because nothing was fitting me. I'm an A and a half.
1: Oh, fellas. <laughs> Don't get too excited. The Fit Finder quiz only takes 60 seconds so you can find your perfect fit for a bra that's right for you. For me, the right bra, it's a—it's a just a hole where the nipple should be.
0: Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now, they're offering my listeners 15% off your first order and these bras are cute. They sent me one. It's like mauve. It's the exact right fit. It's so cute. I love it. I've been wearing it constantly and the, since i got it and there's 100%, it's actually the only bra i have <laughs> there's a 100 percent
1: fit guarantee every customer has 60 days to wear it wash it put it to the test if you don't love it you return it third level wash it and donate it to a woman in need so they're not just convenient they're doing good work out there too it's comfortable it's quality returns and exchanges are free and easy so here's the deal we know that the honeymoon listeners have tits and that they want bras so go to
0: ThirdLove.com
1: slash
0: Honeymoon now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's
1: right. We're giving our listeners 15% off of their first order. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So go to ThirdLove.com slash Honeymoon for 15% off today. That's ThirdLove.com slash Honeymoon.
0: So should we take another call? Yeah. Now we're going to call Matt from Nebraska. Hi, this is Matt. Hey, uh, it's Natasha and Moshe.
1: Matt, do you always answer your phone? <laughs> Hi, this is Matt. I've always been fascinated by people that do that.
0: I
4: used to do that.
1: This is Natasha.
4: Yeah, I don't know why. It was so stupid. It's very
1: business-like.
4: I end up getting so many robocalls, and I have to answer my phone every time, so I just start doing that instead of the, Got hello. It.
1: What do you do, uh, Matt? The
4: normal, the normal thing. I own a, I own a small pizza place. Oh, cool. Um, so just getting calls all the time. How
1: small are the pizzas? Matt, 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 Matt Classic Uh, pizza humor No,
4: I just got Oh, you're good, you're good No, just like 15 employees Really small, one location place Cool,
1: awesome Wait, shout it out What's the name of the pizza place?
4: It's called Paisano's Okay, in
1: Lincoln, Lincoln, Nebraska? Yeah, yeah Okay, hold on, uh, Matt Today's episode is brought to you by Paisano's Pizza in Lincoln, Nebraska. There's no better place to get yourself a small pizza, a medium pizza, or a large pizza. Beautiful, thin, deep dish, crispy crust, whatever you need. I don't know what they cook, but it's probably really good. It's the best pizza in Lincoln. Paisano's.
4: Matt, why'd you laugh was, during it? That was a fantastic ad. <laughs> Thank I, hey, either of you guys, either you guys ever on the road, or you're in Lincoln, you uh, certainly can come and eat for free. We're gonna come we'll come down to and both of you guys' with comedy.
0: We might come there just to eat for free.
1: We're not just going to come eat there for free. We're going to invoice you for the ad we just did. Now, <laughs> so, so what's your uh, now? Now that we got what you do for a living, and I, I think I understand why you have this issue. Your your issue is that it's hard to date when you work so much. Is that right?
4: Kinda, and I just like you know. Uh, so I was homeschooled. I didn't. I didn't uh, grow up on the on the, the rough streets of Oakland. No, you grew uh, you grew I up know, uh, <laughs> you
1: grew up in the uh, I, uh, in the streets of Napoli, right? Where you learned how to <laughs> toss a pizza pie in the air and bring and bring yeah, those skills absolutely. to Nebraska.
4: No, I actually I actually grew up outside Sacramento, but um, oh, cool. like you just you don't end up um, homeschoolers don't end up getting quite the same uh, right. opposite gender interactions that I think normal normal youths. Do and so I've always been uncomfortable around girls that's why uh, in person, but I always felt that asking a girl out in person was normal. I'm not used to texting a girl. Okay, so you have a crush on someone. This is
1: this is why I've always thought that when, when people are homeschooled, one of the parents should have sex with them just to just to break them in, you know what I mean
4: anybody you know but that's the thing i'm so unattractive i don't think either of my parents you know <laughs> wanted to do that and that hurts
1: myself. <laughs> well have you thought about maybe having that's kind of your bad for not being a cuter kid
0: and also matt you sound cute
1: <laughs> and, you're,
4: and so you're this is my fault this is-
1: also if you are th- not that attractive i would say owning your own business makes you about 20 times more attractive. yeah
0: wait listen i want to know who matt's in love with because i can tell that he's in love with someone he doesn't know how to approach her and I think you need to give him good advice, Moshe, because he's so sweet.
1: You do seem sweet, Matt. Tell us your issue.
4: Well, and that's the thing. Like, I wouldn't say in love, but there's like, you know, recently I had an old friend of mine come by the restaurant, and I hadn't seen her in some time, and she was newly single. And now it's been a couple of months, and I keep thinking, oh, maybe she'll, you know, pop by again or swing by, and you know, it's just not happening naturally. So I want to reach out, but I don't know how weird or odd it is. I have an to, idea to do that. Sure.
0: Okay. Please. What is there anything coming up in, in Lincoln that is like a date you could go to? Maybe it's like a a, a band's coming to town or a comedians coming to town or even like a movie. Anything you guys have ever talked about? Like some kind of thing you could come up with? At, you know, like your an idea, event.
1: Your idea is asking her out on a date,
0: yeah, but for like to an event. <laughs> no, but it's not like, hey, do you want to get dinner sometime? It's more like, hey. You know, Moshe, Moshe Kasher thing. and Natasha Lagero coming to town. Do you want to? Whatever it is, yeah. That's, and and sure. then it's like then it doesn't seem so much like a date, and then you guys can go out to this if she's down, no, and I, then you'll kind of get
4: catch her vibe.
1: I do think that's a good good. You answer. know, go ahead, Matt.
4: I, oh no, you're fine. Um, I you know that's actually a decent idea. So she's very musically inclined, and we used to do choir together at church in college, and I think. Um so I work like 7 days a week like 358 days a year. Um I think I have tickets to a show in a few months that's like a few um, months, like, like a real concert no. like, a re- Matt, like a real Matt, concert. No. I could, I have an extra ticket Matt do that. Matt
1: Matt, Matt no. No, we don't like this few months thing you're doing. <laughs> By that point she might be married to your competitor Domino's. We don't we don't want that. Oh
4: no no no. No, no, no. We're uh, we're we're conservative Catholics here. You don't marry someone until like two years after you have asked them out. Yeah, okay. it's a weird formula here. We're, I'm just. We're saying,
1: weird. I'm saying two months is too far. You need m- to make
0: time because you're not going to be able to be in a relationship if you can't give any. If you could only give like four hours every month.
1: Yeah, I think I think you. Right? Have
4: no, no, no. That no, no. And I realize that like if you're going to be in a legit relationship, you have to carve it out. And I'm. I'll. You know, if if there's any mutual interest, I will. I will move heaven and earth to, uh, I'll move heaven and earth to fix my schedule. I'll, heck, I'll hire an extra couple people. Hey, but don't mention. So you
1: are sweet, Matt, but do not mention that on the first date. Definitely don't <laughs> mention that you would hire people
4: to date her. Oh, but, not at all. Get oh, the Lincoln
0: not. Weekly. Uh, Find no, you gotta, out. What's... You got to hide
4: the crazy. How long do you have to hide the crazy? Like 60
1: days. <laughs> just. I'm not sure, Matt. I don't think you'll be hiding it very well. I'm already made <laughs> uncomfortable by you. But no, <laughs> listen you to you need what to, Natasha said. Get
0: the Lincoln Weekly. Whatever your like cool section of town papers going on about towns is. Find something in the next two. Two weeks figure out how you would be able to take the time off yep In it could even just be a movie a
1: movie and unless she's a rock dumb fool which it doesn't sound like she is she'll understand that okay. you're asking her out if she says yes then she'll then you're then you're in there she's interested. But waiting
0: for her to show up at your pizza parlor when you're there is very passive and it'll yeah, never happen i
1: agree although okay. I, will, I will say Make this sense. matt I, I will say this i think natasha's giving you good advice but if you do want to do a pizza-related thing, I actually did see a movie that is like based on this dilemma, which is uh, The Pizza Man goes to the woman's house with a pizza. He says, pizza delivery. And then he he's holding the pizza in front of his uh, sort of lap area, and he oh, pulls the pizza open. I think we all open. know where this is going. Yeah, I think you do know where it's going, Matt. Okay, It's a then- big sausage oh, pizza, and your penis is through the pizza, and that way if she grabs it, you know for sure she's interested. <laughs> and
0: then one more piece of real advice is that since you guys already know each other and you are, are already friends, when you're out with her, just try to shift your energy to be open to Uh-oh. love. Oh, you're but, saying
1: combine the sure. pizza idea and your idea, which is show <laughs> hey, up to the movie I'm with saying the pizza. Like, I
4: actually Yeah. I actually do have a good question though for you both. I wanna I want to bounce this off you. Yes. Is it um for me I don't consider it a date unless I use the word date just so there's no ambiguity, but is that like too direct? Is that too weird if I'm like, hey, uh, would you yes, like to go on a date that. sometime, dinner, go to Barnes and Noble, look at books.
1: No, I think that's not you don't need to do that. Natasha's also thinking don't do that the re- the only time okay. that i when i was dating would say the word date is when i'd been out with a woman a few times and it wasn't becoming romantic and i was confused and i wanted to throw a this is what's happening bomb into the mix i would say i would say like you you know what i'm saying we'd hung out 3 times we'd never kissed and i would go hey i don't know if this woman is interested in me right. then i would say would you like to go out sometime? Yeah. At that point, I would say it.
0: You, Matt, you got to sniff her okay. out. This, this first thing that you're going to go do is just to like feel if there's even energy there. Because I think you're kind of putting her on the spot.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? But like I said. Because, we-
0: you know, you guys might be like 10 minutes into your date and she's going to start like confessing her love for this other guy and asking you for dating advice. You know, like you guys, sure. you guys are already friends. But then I guess you do waste some time.
1: Uh, well, I just think that. Uh, yeah, maybe I don't know. No, I just think that if you say, Would you like to go see Rocket Man next week? And she says yes, you. Th- 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 why would she say yes? She's, she's going to, unless she's interested, at least on some level. So just start.
0: And then if she says, Is this a date? And yeah. you can be like, Sure, if you want it to be or whatever, exactly. say something flirty. But if a man, sure. I, I would feel a little like.
1: Put I on the know. spot. I hear yeah. you. Yeah. Go slow.
4: Oh, I am I am the worst flirt in the history of the world. I, I am I am so massively incapable. So, uh, <laughs> well, I like I, uh, I, this seems like a good idea though. You know, just nice, normal, fun, yeah, local get, event. Exactly. Get tradition.
1: get out of your head. Be direct. Don't be too direct, and just see what happens. And let us know. Show up.
0: Give us an email update.
1: Show up. Do what's. This is what my spiritual mentor oh, yeah, absolutely. always says. No, I'll keep
0: you guys
4: posted. Sh- show up. Do what's um, in
1: front of you. Let go of the results and pay attention. That's the only advice I have for anybody. <laughs> okay, great. All right, Matt. Good luck to you. Sounds good, guys. Paisanos. Thank
4: you so much.
0: Bye.
1: Paisanos.
0: Have a good one. He was so cute. I know.
1: What a sweetheart.
0: He was homeschooled.
1: I know. He's such a. He's such a so babe in the woods.
0: Like, that's like something. That's real, that must be one of the things about homeschooling. It's like. You're not really socially
1: preparing your child. Well, I think most of these calls again and Although again. Although I don't
0: know much about it. I'm sure there's an, a rebuttal. for No, he
1: there. said that. I think these calls again and again be, come down to like just being honest and direct and true to yourself. So much of people's problems come down to not being sure that they're okay mm. as they are. Mm-hmm. I mean, that guy clearly wants to ask that girl out, but he's waiting for her to show up and order a extra pepperoni. <laughs> this is, you know what I mean? Well, this, we're sending out love to all the calls today may you find love
0: <laughs> well uh, remember to email us with any of your relationship questions at endlesshoneymoonpod at gmail and give us your phone number so we can give you a call and you can also call us at 213-222-8608 hey Natasha yeah I love ya love you.